Good day everyone, you're listening to Time for Your Hobby, and this is episode 9, Taking It Slow with Smoke. I'm your host Alex, and today I have the honor to have Miguel as my guest on the show. How are you doing today? Good, thank you. Thank you for having me. He's got the biggest smile on right now. Yeah, I do. He, you're I'm, not nervous, I'm excited. are you? No, I'm excited. I'm nervous and excited. So, uh, yeah, so t- before we start talking about the subject, why don't you tell the world a little bit about yourself? I mean, most of my hobbies uh, or about me is I enjoy cigars, like the whiskey kind of things and uh, just experiencing new things. Um, and yeah, that's that's my biggest goals right now, you know, experiencing new things. That's Miguel in a nutshell. Yeah. And he said the topic for today, cigars. Cigars, right? yes. So what about cigars makes it your hobby? Um, just the effort, the uh, the whole entire um, background of it, how you experience it, what it can do for you, um, just the relaxation process of it too also, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're not just smoking the cigars, you're collecting them. Purely enjoying it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what's the title of somebody who does this kind of thing as a hobby? I would say a cigar enthusiast because a cigar aficionado has really tried and can experience every taste, can can get into like the flavors or they've gone to factory tours or they've created their own blends of cigars and such. And yeah. Okay. And uh, how did you get uh, introduced to cigars? It's, um, I had an ex-girlfriend who went to uh, Dominican Republic. She brought me back a bunch of cigars and I kind of just had them sitting there, not humidified or anything. And uh, I tried one one day. I wasn't too into it, but I, lo- I like the look of it. I like the way it felt in it's my like hand. It's a classy yeah. look kind of thing, right? You know, so then after one day, um, me and Jason, my brother, uh, we kind of just wanted to smoke cigars and it kind of became a thing where it's, we just involved with each other. We just kind of got used to smoking and we had great conversations and after we kind of brought more people into it and after we kind of started getting more into it and I kind of went on a different route where I started loving it more compared to them. And I just studied it more. I got more accessories and I just, yeah, it's just great. Okay. So it, you fully got yourself involved in this thing oh, and you yeah. made it your own oh, thing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And what would you say is the best part about being a cigar enthusiast? Um, I guess just experiencing new cigars. Um, Everybody says Cubans are the greatest, but the Americans put so much effort into it. They go to different countries. They use different binders, wrappers, um, and fillers. They they try to experience different countries, and they, they put it all together, and it just tastes phenomenal at the end. Yeah. Okay. Now, this might be a little judgmental question, but do okay. you smoke cigarettes? I don't smoke cigarettes. Okay. So, that's the idea that people who do cigars do cigarettes. Is that that's a misconception, Not right? even close because – the um what i've read so far about cigarettes is that they kind of spray the tobacco with nicotine to mm-hmm. kind of get you addicted and they add chemicals to it where cigars it's a completely different process where they kind of root out the uh the nicotine from it um there's over 200 people that touch a cigar uh to make the cigar mm-hmm. um they completely uh put so much effort it's a culture kind of Mm-hmm. So that's where it's different from cigarettes. You you won't crave a cigarette later. 
I mean, you will crave a cigarette later, but for a cigar, you won't yeah. be craving it later. You'll have one and you'll be good for the rest of the day or next week. So, yeah. Okay. And you, correct me if I'm wrong, you curate your cigars, right? Or is that is, there, is that the right term? You- curate? Uh, humidify. Kind humidify, of, okay. You, there's humidors yeah. and they have Spanish cedar inside of yeah. them. And essentially, um, you keep your humidor anywhere from between 67 and to 72%. Some people, it varies. And uh, some people age their cigars, so they keep it longer. They let it ferment a bit so they can taste more of it. Some people just smoke it as soon as they get it. Mm-hmm. Um, to the to the person who is really good, uh, they can taste the difference. Um, I do taste the difference, but I don't uh, prefer either. Okay, so just do, you, do you have special equipment for your cigars? Yeah, so you can get a... Okay cutter you can get a lighter uh they have tabletop ones so you just have it and you just cut it really easily um zycar is a really good company if you guys are ever looking for one product placement yeah (laughs) (laughs) they uh create a really good uh cigar cutter and just some cigar cutters you'll just try to put the effort with your hands and it's hard to cut but zycar just super easy and then after uh lighters um you can get a single burner, you can get quadruple burner, and uh, they really light up really well for the cigar. Now, for your equipment that you have, is it custom made? Let's say it has your initials or anything like that? Not really. No. Um, if I ever find a product that I really love, I might do that. Um, but uh, not really, not right now. No, yeah. Okay. And do you have a preferred time of day that you smoke your cigarettes? Sorry, not cigarettes, cigars. Sorry. Cigar, yeah. I'm so sorry that I said <laughs> no cigarettes. Worries. No worries. It, it gets mixed up and it's kind of similar. Um, it depends on the time of day. Mm-hmm. Um, if I have the day off or I'm working later, I like to enjoy a cigar, a really light cigar um, on an empty stomach with a, with a coffee and it's just really nice. Uh, but if I want to have something after work or uh, later on, uh, I'll have a darker cigar, something very strong, uh, after a large meal. So I'll have it around six or seven o'clock. Yeah. Now you say an, on an empty stomach and on a full stomach, does that have an impact on the taste? So I've never heard that. Before. Not the taste, but essentially, when you look at a cigar, uh, they're lighter cigars. As in the size, or lighter based on um, they've used the wrapper, they use the binder, and it was lighter. So there's this thing called lip, lipahero or lipero. Mm-hmm. I forget how to say it. Um, no, it's lihero. Okay. So essentially the um, top of the tobacco leaf yeah. um, takes the most uh, strength. So it's the direct sun. And that's what they use for stronger cigars. And then after for the uh, lighter cigars, um, they kind of use the bottom of the leaf, so then it's lighter. So you'll be able to have that and not have a problem with the empty stomach. So it can make you kind of feel queasy if you have a stronger cigar. Mm-hmm. If you have an empty stomach, but a lighter cigar, you'll feel fine with a coffee. And the taste is great too. Yeah. Okay. And do you have a preferred environment where you would smoke your cigars? Let's say at home or... Um, I do like the cigar lounge. The cigar lounge? Um, Whenever yeah. I can go. Um, I do go and, uh, but I also love, uh, just outside backyard, you're admiring the view, you're admiring everything around you. Um, that's something I really do enjoy. Yeah. 
Okay. And when it comes to cigars themselves, do you collect the labels? Too? I do collect oh, the okay. label. Yeah, yeah. How's your collection so far? It's it's pretty big. Uh, it is huge. I don't know what I'm going to do with it yet. Maybe make a wall. Out make of it. a wall out of it. Frame it. Uh, use the best ones. Maybe make a tray. Just beautiful glue it on there. And uh, yeah. Did you start collecting the labels when you first started smoking? Oh, when or? I first started. Okay, yeah. so it was you didn't miss any. That's no. A thing. Um, there are some where the thing is with a cigar. Sometimes it's hard to take off the label. Really? Yeah. Sometimes it's really that really good glue. Too. Yeah. So they'll rip, and you'll be there, and you're trying to take it off really easily, um, but it just rips sometimes. So uh, I try to collect the best as I can. Right. Okay. And uh, what was your biggest challenge when you first started smoking cigars? I guess it's the stigma. The stigma. Um, okay. Anything smoking related. We're kind of against, you know, um, my parents, especially, they would see me smoking cigars and they're like, you're going to get cancer. Uh, but everybody that I see and that I've seen that were big cigar smokers, um, they lived until a hundred. Like mm-hmm. George Burns smoked 15 cigars a day. Fidel Castro. Fidel Castro. <laughs> George Burns lived, smoked 15 cigars a day, lived until a hundred. And, um. So I guess it's the big stigma and, and it's shown that South American countries uh, don't have the higher, highest cancer rate, right? It's more mm-hmm. of the uh, Northern European that have the higher cancer rate, right? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's one of the stigmas that I had to – now people watch me a bit less. They say, oh, hey, uh, he's just smoking a cigar. So, yeah. Okay. And what would you say is your current big, biggest challenge for – Cigars, not just smoking the cigar, but being an enthusiast. The current biggest challenge yep. is the Canadian government. Ooh. So, <laughs> yeah, they're um they're trying to pa- they passed this bill called S five, and they did it in Australia. It's essentially uh, they were targeting cigarettes and uh, vapes, uh, but they're targeting tobacco in a whole. So they're trying to stop with the label, so they'll have just really plain packaging. Mm-hmm. So um. So they're doing that to cigarettes, but they're also touching uh, cigars. So they're trying to stop with the label, but that affects the cigar shops. So they, it's potential that the cigar shops will close and um, that the labels will just go plain. So people will stop being really into it. Um, so they're currently trying to amend that and they have until September 6th to try to amend that. Um, so, yeah. So right close to your birthday. Right close to my birthday, a day after my birthday. Yeah. So I'm either going to be uh, really pissed off for my birthday. <laughs> or really happy. Or really happy. Yeah. So we'll see. And this is only in, is it in Canada this or This is in only in Canada. So they oh, passed no. it in Australia. Okay. So um, it's a federal law. It's a federal law. So they're trying to do it the same thing as England, uh, where they just attack the c- cigarettes and a vape. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they they left alone uh, pipe smoking and uh, like pipe. Like, like uh, shisha. No, no, no. Like, no? Uh, oh, like the, the actual pipe. Like the pipes, yeah, yeah. like those old-fashioned pipes and those yeah. uh, and cigars, they didn't touch the labels. They left it alone. Yeah. Now, did they touch uh, hookah or shisha? I don't know that yet, but I think they're just... It, but it's because it's... I don't think that hookah or shisha have the label on it. Mm. So it's not like... They're trying to essentially... Um, the youth stay away from cigarettes. They don't want it to be appealing. Mm-hmm. 
but I'm kind of I'm against that because I don't think that people look at it. Kit, well, youth especially, they don't look at it because the packaging is cool. They look at it because other people are doing it. Yeah, right. You don't pick up a cigar and you're like, oh, look at that guy. No, you pick up a cigar because you like it. You might enjoy it, and it's expensive, right? So, oh yeah, yeah. how much would one cigar go for? You can easily get a cigar for three dollars. That's the cheapest. That's the right? cheapest, right? Okay. So that's that means that uh, they didn't use long strands of the tobacco. They cut it up and then they put it in there. Um, but you can you can easily go for a Cohiba that is sixty dollars, right? Easily, yeah, easily. Like uh, Americans come to Canada and just buy Cohibas, Bahicos, all those uh, Monte Cristos and all that stuff. So. Um, that's one of the things that with cigars, you've really got to look at your price point. You've got to decide what you want. Um, a lot of American companies make it for cheaper and they still make a really good cigar and they have it from all over the world. They mix it together. So, yeah. Okay. Do you prefer smoking cigars alone or with company? I would say alone. Yeah. Because okay. after you smoke the cigar, um, it's kind of like you want to be, you just want to go do what you have to do. And it depends. I also like to be with people. It depends on the setting. But sometimes you just kind of want to be left alone and it's, you're just thinking with the cigar. You're just enjoying. You're relaxing. You might have a coffee, some whiskey and such. And yeah, it depends on the time of the day too, right? And the people as well, right? The people as well. Cause would, would you do it with strangers or just friends and family kind I, of thing? I would do it with anybody. But as long as it's kind of like this process of Mm-hmm. You're also talking about it. You're enjoying it. You're you're really getting to know uh, who made your cigar, what they did with cigar. Because it's not just smoking a cigar. Mm-hmm. It's knowing the profiles, the tastes. You're tasting stuff. It's too. like wine tasting. You're developing your taste. That's the exactly. interesting you're thing. You're developing. Yeah. Is it the palate? I don't know. Yeah, it's the palate. Yeah. It's, it's very similar to wine. Uh, you're smelling it just like wine. You're not spitting it out. You are not inhaling. You never inhale. You just take the the smoke in and you just let it out just like you would spitting wine right so yeah see for me i did try a cigar a few times yeah but i was never good at just holding it in my mouth okay i, I would always inhale <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not there's a technique to it yeah 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 so yeah i've given uh, cigars to people who uh are cigarette smokers they try to inhale it and then they're like oh i feel sick but of course you're going to feel sick when there's that much tobacco in something, right? Yeah. In relations to a cigarette, how much tobacco does a cigar have? It's really hard to tell. Um, what I can tell you is that we can't really compare both. But they've said that it was like 5 to 11 grams in a tobacco. I mean in a cigar. But it's also, when you look at it, a cigar can be twice as big as a cigarette. You'll never see a cigarette. Yeah. Bigger than your pinky or like... Then it becomes a cigar. Yeah, it becomes a cigar at that <laughs> yeah. point. Um, but it cigarettes do more harm, I find. You can still get mouth cancer from cigars. But when it comes down to um, cigarettes, you can just get messed up with the chemicals that they add to it. So, yeah. Okay. And what would you say are some of your favorite cigars that you've tried? If you're going for any... Uh, the Alec Bradley. They're, the Alec Bradley. Yeah, they're an okay. American company. Um, where when I say American, 
Uh, the founders and all that are American, but their factories are in Nicaragua, Dominican Republic, those kind of places. I don't know where specifically, mm-hmm. but um, I've never been disappointed by any of their cigars. And I've had a $2 cigar from the US and I still enjoy their cigar. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's the only company that I've absolutely said, wow, you guys are phenomenal and keep uh, doing keep what you're smoking. doing. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so based off of that question, are there any cigars that you dislike? Saying, I'm not a big fan of Cubans. Really? Everybody says that Cubans are the greatest. But my problem with Cubans Mm -hmm. is that there's this hype about it. And I've never enjoyed one more than these other companies like Americans. Um, I'm sure that the Cohibas are great. I haven't tried a Bejique, but I've never tried the full like Cuban experience where you try everything. Mm -hmm. Um, But... It's kind of like when you look at an American, they'll use a uh, they'll use parts from other countries. Where a Cuban, they just go Cuban, 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 and that's all. It's in your cigar, so that's why I kind of enjoy the Americans. They're trying new things. Okay, so mixing it up. Yeah. So trying new things. A question for you would be: Would you or have you ever made your own cigar? I would love to make my own cigar. I I looked at it um once. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to um. I wanted to order a pack, like a, a kit. Okay. Uh, but then after with the exchange rate and it coming from the U.S., it might be expensive. So I always said no, but it could be a uh, it could be a possible thing in the future. And also factories like uh, there's Camacho. They they can even make your cigar for you, and you just have to buy a certain amount. Kind of like a pizza to... where you just put the toppings. Yeah, on kind of. Anything. They'll look the profile and what you like. You like you are you more of a. You like oh. the Lijero, where you're feeling more, um, where you're feeling more of the effects, and yeah. you're having a nice meal after it too, uh, or are you more of lighter. So they they look at that, and then after they make a cigar based on what you like. Yeah. Okay, no, telling me about uh, <clears throat> the cigars and you know, what they are like. Do they tend to have different tastes? And if so, what are those tastes? If you can describe it again, it's a lot like wine. Right, um, so grapes, yeah, it's a lot like that. Uh, well, I've never tried the wine that they tried, like that they um kind of do. I've never tried to mush around my palate, stuff can you like do, that. Can you know? do that with smoke or just um, it's hard, right? <laughs> yeah, so, like I've heard some people on reviews of cigars saying, I'm tasting a bit of cream, I'm tasting a bit of uh, cherries, grapes. Uh, have you ever tasted earth. those i've traded i've tasted earth nuttiness um kind of like hay kind of tastes but never creamy notes cherry i had a friend who tra- who who could taste the cherry but you smoked the cigar that is said to taste like cherry right but you just didn't taste the cherry it's more like subtle hints okay. they'll never they'll they'll tell mm-hmm. you what the body of it is what the flavor is but you'll never you you can taste something else that they didn't taste, right? It's all an acquired taste. Of course, yeah. You know? So that that's where it gets a bit more um, complicated in that sense. And it takes years to kind of develop. Some people just have it, I think. No, you said it's an acquired taste. How long did it take you to acquire this taste or get used to cigars? I think it took me... I've been smoking cigars for... I think it was about four years now. Mm-hmm. Um. But only after 
only like eight months in where I've been really trying to f- taste things and also mixing it with whiskeys, uh, port wines, um, sweet things. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm trying to develop my, uh, my tastes completely. Right. So, yeah. okay. So what are good drinks to have with a cigar? Um, I think a, a port wine is really good, especially if you have a stronger cigar. From which year? Uh, I don't know that. Part. I don't know that part. Maybe a ten or fifteen year. Mm, yes, quite. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that kind of storage. But um, but there's some whiskeys out there, some bourbons that go really well, some scotches. Uh, Glenfiddich goes really well with that. Um, Marcus Mark. I've seen a lot of people trying it with that. I haven't tried it yet, but that's something I would like to try it with. Um, yeah, it's really good. I I it changes completely, and it makes the the cigar smokes mixed with the whiskey kind of makes the whiskey taste less strong. Okay. So yeah. the smoke it's kind of creates powerful, a yeah. layer of protection from the whiskey. Exactly. Because whiskey is yeah. a palate thing, right? Mm-hmm. Where also cigar smoking is a palate thing. Yeah. So it's when you mix it together, it's a different experience for sure. Okay. Yeah. Now for a cigar, what makes it a good cigar versus a, a bad cigar? I've tried short filler. Uh, so inside of a cigar. Mm-hmm. Yes. Tell us how they're made. Yeah. So inside of a cigar, there are three parts to it, right? There's mm-hmm. the wrapper. It's the outer part. They grow it under shade. Um, so that one gets less shade. It's perfect usually. There's it's not supposed to be any kind of like ring, um, cuts or tears. It's supposed to make the cigar look beautiful. And then after you have the binder. So that's kind of what's keeping together the uh, filler so the filler is usually uh where the flavor profile is Mm -hmm. um and then after the binder is kind of what's keeping it all together so um when it comes to what makes a good cigar it's either if you have a long filler so they'll 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 keep the actual strands or some companies just chop it up i think long fillers are really what makes it taste uh, taste better and burn easier a good smoke would be uh it's staying even and consistent as you as your uh, as you light as you keep it lit right so some really uh, cave to one side and to the other side it burns less or more uh but if it's a well cigar it's just gonna burn even down down completely so yeah okay so you already have the idea of the perfect cigar in your mind have you tasted would you have imagined like the perfect cigar? What was the most perfect one? And you said, you know what? This meets all my expectations. Oh, that's a, that's, it's a, it's no, a, tough that's a hard one because I've tried so many. But um, I tried once the uh, Lineage by Alec Bradley. Um, and that cigar was just, it burned perfect. It wasn't too strong, wasn't weak. Uh, it was just, it burned evenly and it was, as I said, it's just, it was just a phenomenal cigar. I can, I can't even say more than that just cause it was, it was the perfect setting too. It was in a cigar lounge and I was just smoking it with my friend and I was just looking at it. I'm like, wow, this is, this is like my ideal cigar that I would want to smoke every day, you know? So that's the one. Yeah. So seeing that, we're not seeing that, but saying that, how long does it take you to usually go through one cigar in one sitting it could be anywhere from uh 30 minutes to maybe 
two hours. I've had once a cigar for over two hours. Uh, I did not feel good at the end of it. But you weren't constantly smoking it. You were taking breaks well, in between. Well, the thing is with cigar smoking too is you can't take too long away from your cigar. Mm-hmm. Because if it's too tightly rolled, it can go out. So you got to relight it. Um, but it was it was consistent enough because that it was during winter. We had built a little place. I don't know if you were there. Yeah. Well, I didn't see you build it, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So Your it cigar was during lounge. winter. Exactly. My little cigar lounge outside. Yeah. Um, and essentially, it was just we were just there, and I just kept smoking, and I felt bad because it was two hours in. Everybody was done smoking. Mm-hmm. But I kept going, and it was not making me feel good. I know? was there. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> so it can go up to two hours and thirty minutes from just thirty minutes, right? It depends the size, and yeah. Okay. And uh, you were saying earlier on the price range could go from two dollars to sixty dollars. What was the most expensive one you bought? I bought once, uh, actually more than sixty dollars. More sixty nine dollars okay. cigar. It was uh, Arturo Fuente Opus X. I bought it for Jason's uh, electrician uh, certification. He became finally an, a certified electrician. Mm-hmm. And uh, we bought that as like a celebratory cigar. Uh, and he said it was phenomenal. It was great. It was $69, probably cheaper in the US. But uh, yeah. And you bought one or two? About one because I don't want <laughs> to break the bank, you what? know. It gets but expensive. Did you try it? Uh, yeah, I did. And it was, uh, it was really good. Really, really, yeah. Phenomenal. Okay. And what are some misconceptions about people who are cigar enthusiasts? I don't know if there are cigar, uh, it, like, mm-hmm. I don't know if there are misconceptions. Um, I think a misconception is uh, we're addicted to it. Um, I think we're addicted more to the idea of it. There are some people that smoke every day, but there are a lot of people who only smoke a every week or mm-hmm. every month you know so a big mix conception is that um that a lot of people are addicted to it because of the nicotine but in reality i i don't see that likely i no, think no. if you really force yourself you could be addicted to anything you could be addicted, yeah so everything in moderation that's what in moderation saying. exactly yeah yeah and of course uh, you eat well you exercise so I don't exercise. You used to exercise. I used to exercise pretty heavily. Ladies, he's in a he's in great shape. Yeah, you're single too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. So this is a dating profile, just there in case. You go. Tinder's uh, not working out well, so I'm, I'm going on here. I don't think Tinder works out for anybody. I don't know. They say it does. Yeah, the, they say the company, of course, will say that. Successful people, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the employees. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, how did becoming a cigar enthusiast have an impact on your perspective on life? Taking things slower. When you smoke a cigar, you're just there. Th- you're just there to kind of experience. And uh, I've always been somebody who's been a bit more uh, agitated, more nervous, uh, anxiety, and all that stuff. And cigars kind of taught me how to just kind of chill out. And the cigar community is just so welcoming and uh, kind to each other. They'll comment. They'll uh, make suggestions. They'll uh, support you so it's it's really a good community too and uh, just learning from others and it's always a constant learning process so that also helped me with my perspective on life and, and just kind of learning a lot more right yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and now you're saying the community is very welcoming how is the community here in ottawa i don't think we have a cigar community in ottawa 
we do have the uh, some cigar uh, Facebook groups, and they kind of auction cigars, and they kind of uh, put pictures on their websites of what they're smoking, and a lot of them will make suggestions or compliment them on their choice, uh, what they paired it with. Um, that's a big thing. Um, cigars are, again, the government kind of regulated to the point of where a lot of people are less likely. We don't have cigar lounges in Ontario. Mm-hmm. In Quebec, we do. And it's really close, so it's a lot easier. It's really close, yeah. Uh, But the taxes are different. So I think that's why we have less. And you can't really meet up with a lot of people at the cigar lounge in in Gatineau. It's pretty small. It's pretty small. Mm. You can't put that many people unless you came early. So yeah. Well, one of my friends is also big on cigars. Then you actually go... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you go to his butcher shop too. Yeah, Yeah. I haven't... um, I don't think he smokes that much, but I'm. I, I think I might ask him if he wants to. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's actually coming in later on for his interview today. today? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. So excited for that. But no, no. Today is all about you. Yeah. Right now, it's all about you. Um, is cigar enthusiasm or enthusi- enthusiast? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Is it something that you want to present to the world or keep it for yourself? And oh, present as much as I can. I think it's. Mm-hmm. I think everybody should try a cigar. And I think that everybody should really um, experience somebody else's culture because over 200 hands touch a cigar. Really? If there's that much effort, why not try it? And the effort that goes in between it, you know what I mean? So it's changed a lot of people's lives in that in that sense. So yeah. So you say 200 hands touch it. Yeah, yeah. And you're still prepared to do it with just your two hands? Well, it's different, right? When it when I say t- over uh, over two hundred hands, uh, that's the farming, that's the fermentation, that's the rolling, that's the everything. They put it through a tube. They have to package it up. Um, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of a process to it. And you you're up. I mean? You're up for the challenge if you wanted to try it out, right? Again, that would be like in my own house where I would just have the kit already. So I'm up for it. It's, it's a lot of trial and error. If it's too mm-hmm. tight, if it's too loose, you won't have a good smoke, but yeah. So if you do start doing that, does it, uh, I wouldn't say stink up, but the, the aroma, does it fill the room when making them or? You know what? I've seen a lot of, um, a lot of people talking about cigar smoking in their cars and they've always said compared to cigarettes, it's nothing. So mm. they, they would smoke cigarettes before because a lot of people transition from cigarette to cigar smoking. Mm-hmm. And they've said that it's helped them a lot because they only have cigar here and there compared to before when they would have a pack a day. So mm-hmm. they used to say that they would smoke in their car and then after they just couldn't leave the stench. And then when they bring the cigar smoking in the car, they barely live any aroma right on the car. So um, in that sense, I find uh, it's a different aroma. It's a different everything. Some people really enjoy the smell. Some people hate the smell. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. Tobacco pipe is different where the the uh, the smell is very ar- aromatic and it smells beautifully. Mm-hmm. But cigar, people kind of feel it like it's offensive, you know? So, yeah. Okay. And let's say you want to start your own <clears throat> cigar, not company, but your own little cigar area in your house. How much would that cost to get all the equipment and to make at least one cigar? Um, I think I saw it on the... US website for about $49. Then the shipping cost is about $45 and then the trans- the uh, the currency exchange is 
60 so i think it would cost over 120 dollars u.s or canadian canadian oh canadian okay yeah a bit more than that maybe um it does is it worth it once yes constantly no because in the in in u.s you can you can get a bunch of tobacco shipped to your house and you can open up your own business and just kind of do what you want to do right depends which state you are in but there's Mm -hmm. some states that it's really easy um yeah so yeah so speaking of that would you want to start your own business where you make cigars or sell cigars because we're in canada no um i don't see a market for it and i don't see um i don't see any companies staying here in the long haul because Mm -hmm. if they're already trying to ban cigar labeling uh, that's that's like 50% of the business. The appeal of cigars and what makes a cigar owner want to sell it, if everything looks the same, nobody's going to buy cigars. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter what company it's from just because it has a label on it that says Monte Cristo number four and there's no design to it. Um, it affects the business owners. So I, I think for me, trying to open up my own business would be really hard in this economy and especially this area, right? Because... What happens during winter? Not, you can't really go to an Ottawa cigar lounge, right? You can't go to an Ontario cigar lounge. You have to go to Quebec, and that's still small. So a lot of people just stop smoking for the winter. So a lot of their sales just go down the hole. Now, I know you two. You guys wait till like winter starts. Like yeah, the we middle, still, we still middle of fall. You guys are out yeah. there with your coats and jackets. January, we were still <laughs> smoking cigars. December, we are still smoking cigars. It's not the warmest place, but we, we make do dedication yeah. you know and it's your hobby so you are passionate it's a about hobby. it yeah exactly but speaking it speaking of, of it becoming a hobby do you have any word of advice for people who might be interested in learning more about it or trying it out or anything okay, like so that? if you're trying it out mm-hmm. um go for a light cigar something that isn't very full-bodied something that is uh lighter and something that you can just enjoy on an empty stomach right um take your time with it the big problem is that we're inhaling uh too quickly and we're um sometimes just remember that you're kind of you kind of have to push out the air and not keep it down there and you're trying to taste it uh that way that your experience will be best you won't feel sick at all you'll feel good um and what was the other one the other one was uh (laughs) i have to remember yeah just to either try it out or learn more about it oh if you want to learn more about it uh cigar aficionado there's a lot of like uh those cigar magazines that you can check out and uh they'll give you a lot of profile a lot of experience how people do it um pretty much everything they have they they test a lot of cigars their job is just to test cigars would you like to do that yeah i would love to do that but they don't do that in ontario no they do that in uh new york their main offices in new york yeah new york city now this was my trouble when i was smoking cigars how do you inhale or how do you not inhale that's that's a hard thing because how would you um, teach that because it's really hard to just it's it's like saying how to whistle yeah you just say oh you whistle like this yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) um i don't know it's just start off with just taking taking a bit in into your mouth and just blow it out as soon as it comes out if it's if it's something that's hard for you if you find it's easy and you just smoke it just kind of uh blowing it out yeah okay so i think that's the best bet okay okay and where do you usually get your cigars in ottawa if- um 
so we, we're limited here in mm-hmm. Ottawa. The best one by far is uh, OCE, Ottawa Cigar Emporium. Uh, they have a large variety of cigars. Um, and then there's Cumberford Cigar on Bank Street if you're in Ottawa. Uh, and then there's a few other places. Uh, but they're not as well known or they might not keep the same quality. But OCE, Ottawa Cigar Emporium, is probably the best place. And the guy knows so much about cigars. So the, he'll even recommend you what your first cigar you should be and everything like that. He's really good. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, yeah. And uh, do you have any social media links or websites you'd yeah. like to share with the world? So if you can follow, if you, uh, my Instagram is uh, Vinhas, V-I-N-H-A-S underscore cigars. Uh, and follow me on my journey. I have, uh, I post a picture of cigars pretty much every day. They're and, pretty, uh, they're pretty good pictures. Yeah. Look at them, the quality is good. It takes you. time. Yeah, yeah. It takes a bit of time. So go through a few pictures. Now, what I tend to do, I've done it for your brother and I'll yeah. do it for me. I throw the question back to you. Do you have any questions for about cigars for me? What have you learned about cigars since we started speaking? <laughs> I learned many things. I learned about the price. I learned okay. about the size. I learned hopefully how to inhale correctly. I, I'm sure I'm going to mess that up if I try it again. Yeah. I've learned that uh, in Ontario, it's not as big as it is in Quebec. Yeah. There's the location's mostly in Quebec. Um, I've learned a few of the names. Monte Cristo was the one that really stuck to me. Okay. That, uh, That's a big cube, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I learned the, the, the how cigars are made in three parts. Yeah. And it's the tobacco leaf and how 200 hands have touched it. Impressive. I, I'm astounded by that. Yeah. That's crazy. No, wait. When you say 200 hands, do you mean 200 pairs of hands or... or no, uh, no. <laughs> See, this is... It's purely... um. It's what they estimate. I don't know if they actually know, but they say it's over 200 hands. That's what they've said. Mm-hmm. And that's why it takes so much things. So another question. Yeah, would absolutely. you try it again? I a lighter would, cigar? Uh, you know what? I'd try it again. Okay. Just for the idea of, I want to know how to do it properly. Yeah. But my biggest concern was the idea of inhaling. Because I've had lung problems in my past yes. and I just don't want to mess okay. with that. But I tried once just to get the technique say hey i know how to do it That's yeah good. but uh yeah if you do have lung problems probably stay away stay away from yeah. it especially yeah. if you have a history of cancer i mean yeah it's still tobacco and it's still not as tested as everybody says right so mm-hmm. yeah and once again everything in moderation exactly don't do hard drugs in moderation is <laughs> exactly it's, it's the same thing if you drink too much water you can get you can get sick at or even alcohol, point. which is legal here, and you can of course. So just yeah, yeah. Take it slow. Take everything slow for exactly. sure. Exactly. Life, you're not in a rush. Just take <laughs> it. Take it very. That's what slow. cigars teach you. Uh, not you in a rush. <laughs> do you have any other questions for me, or did I? Nail um, it? other than that, I think that's it. Yes, I nailed it. Yeah. So uh, there you have it. Another body with a hobby. I'm your host Alex, and you just listened to episode nine, uh, taking it slow with smoke. And thank you, Miguel, for joining me on this show. I'm very happy to have you you. and I learned a lot more about cigars. I'm sure there's going to be a pop quiz at the end. (laughs) It's going to make me fill out and you're always welcome to come back again to talk about your other hobbies. Uh, So yeah, if you'd like to learn more about Miguel, you can find him at Uh, V-I-N-H-A-S underscore uh, cigars on Instagram. And if you have any questions or would like to be on the show, you could send me an email at timeforyourhobby at gmail.com. So until the next episode, make some time for your hobby. Take care.